Hello and welcome to another episode of Bertie and Paul. I am delighted to be joined uh, by uh, Martin Hendry and uh, Dan Devaney. How are you getting on? Uh, evening, all, all good, thanks Paul. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Dan, yourself? Not so bad, thank you. Not so bad, it's been a while. Yeah, just Easter and holidays and different things. So just back from Gran Canaria. And uh, yeah, it's just been yeah, just a couple of weeks of Celtic domination, hasn't it? So... It's all good. Not too bad, not too bad. Not too shabby, not too shabby. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I was back, refreshed after my holiday and uh, ready to go and uh, enjoying Celtic just now, just enjoying enjoying it for what it is. Maybe we'll look at it a bit more seriously later uh, as the minutes tick away. But at the moment, it's, it can't get any better than this, can't it? Uh, uh, no, Points-wise, no. Yeah, I you, can't, you can't argue. We could so, have beat Rangers ten uh, 0 so it could have been a bit better. But hey, no, we'll not complain. Yeah, uh, no, it's all, it was all good. Yeah, no, no, no complaints uh, in this section of the room either. I think I think we are looking at it. You're looking at progression again, aren't you? So, Ho's doing. He's beginning to come. What do you think, Dan? You think he's becoming a better player? He's beginning to get his steady self now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, he didn't get much much time in the park the other day. Again, he just always looks dangerous when he comes on. Uh, he's har- harassing the defence. He's a bit of a unit. Uh, he's got a couple of goals, honestly, coming off the bench there in the last couple of games. But um, I don't think he's it, it's hard for him to get a start. But obviously, the form Keo goes in, you know. So, um, but no, yeah, he settled in well. I think he's done well so far. So, no problems at all. No issues with him. You're sort of, you're sort of. Look, I mean, again, look, we can look at the weekend. And Tender, did you go to? It? Were you there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I went. yeah, yeah. Where? So you were. So, what was? It? I mean, my humble opinion of it is, it's just a slam dunk. The Rangers are not good enough to play at Celtic's level. End of story. They can't pick a team worth playing against. Us. I need us to drop a few levels. So I think this is this is, is maybe I don't think it's as great for Celtic in terms of pushing us, but certainly in terms of us winning the league, uh, we it, it it's it's just we've we've got to win these games, you know what I mean? And professional teams win those games, and we did it, didn't we? But it looked great fun. Yeah, I mean, I think they approach the game from a point of view of how to stop us, and we approach the game of how we're going to beat them. Um, so there's kind of two. I would say there's still two different approaches right now. I don't know that they. Um, I don't know. I don't know the the words. I, I don't know that they have the total belief that they can go out and beat us, and that's kind of shows through in almost the way they approach the game. Um, but. Um, certainly when you know our approach is the same as it is for for every game that you know we will attack we will overload midfield we'll get bodies forward and you know ultimately we'll score whereas they were more about you know tight unit pressing when our defence had the ball um, and for all the the noise around the game and the fact that they scored twice the goals for for me felt like a little bit of a quirk. I didn't really feel like they were actually turning the screw that much during the game. Towards the end, when you're thinking about getting away with the result and protecting the result, was it I had my my face in my hands a few times when they were were on the attack. But mm-hmm. you know, if I step back and look at it over the ninety minutes, how many saves did Joe Hart actually have to have to make? How much did they really? create um, I don't I don't feel like it was a lot no you're right that one for Morelos obviously um, point blank range which Morelos should have finished I think that was in the first half no the second half um, Morelos should have buried that like um, but no apart from that there wasn't a hell of a lot for Joe Hart to do yeah it still, it still felt like a team going into a match just trying not to lose it Rather than a team approaching a match uh, to win it, I mean, might I don't know. It might, it might work for them on on one of these occasions, but it's all about containing us first and then seeing if they can nick a goal. Is how it appears, rather than 
you know, believing that they can play their way through us and that they're they're better than us. It just doesn't appear like that at the moment. Okay. Right, the to, sorry, you go, Paul. No, you go, Dan. Keep going. Yeah. No, I was just saying they harassed us like at the start. You know, you could see they came out all guns blazing and mm-hmm. just try, trying to close us down because they know that we're not 100%. Sometimes when um, we've got the ball at our feet, uh, we like to obviously have a bit more time, but they came out and you could see we were unsettled a little bit. We weren't really great again, the same as we were that time at Ibrooks where Kyogo got the goal um, we got away with a 2-2 draw. We weren't really at our best at all. Um, and with Moy no firing in all cylinders, and O'Reilly having an okay game. Like, you know I mean, we're still a bit quiet. Usually we're running the show in there with Hatati, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that just wasn't there against them. So they kind of disrupted us a wee bit, but you're right, mate, you're saying, Hendo, like, they didn't offer too much at all, so there was never really any great pressure. I was winning up, being up 3-1 and then just giving away, like, obviously the free kick was a poor free kick to give away. Even I really possibly got the ball, but even that, their second goal, it just, bad marking terrible marking it's a free header in mm-hmm. the back post you know so we kind of gave them two goals to an extent although away from uh, the, the free kick it was some fucking free kick but they, that that's what they had you know I mean they didn't have much else I thought we definitely had more chances um, good couple in the first half plenty in the second half so we could have made it easier on ourselves but we're Celtic we don't do that sometimes you know so <laughs> as, as, I mean Hatati, is it not just the case now that Hatati, if you look at like our top three stars, it would be, well, sorry, maybe four stars is Hatati, uh, McGregor, Kyogo, and Jota. Is is that is that really what, it, maybe just Moy just maybe looks just a wee bit off it slightly, if he's just slightly off it, but Hatati just brings a different game, a different energy. And maybe for Moy, it's difficult to keep doing that all the time. Because uh, yeah. he's done it so much for us. I mean, it's not as if he's. It's not as if he owes us anything, does he? Really, as a football player, he doesn't owe Celtic anything for his performances. Well, he, he owes us a good performance when we're paying his wages and picking him in our team. So, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I wouldn't go all soft on him. <laughs> I love. I love the man. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's levels below uh, McGregor and Hatati. You know, levels below. It's not. Even, you know, McGregor and Hitate are on a pedestal and then you've got O'Reilly, Moy and whoever else is in the, the background there. Those those two are head and shoulders above anyone else. So to not have one of them playing, you could see the, the impact on it because, well, I think it was compounded, the impact, because Moy had an absolute stinker as well. Yeah. Um, you know, missing Hitate. Because I think... The, the, certainly for almost I kind of felt like the first half hour or so um, you know Rangers had quite a simple game plan and that was keep the guys on the ball who are the most uncomfortable with the ball at their feet i.e. Joe Hart Cameron Carter Bricker Starfelt uh, and you know the, the, the fullback so you know get at the back line when they've got the ball, put them under pressure because they've got the least ability to do anything with it. So quite a simple tactic, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it worked. And then because we really only had McGregor who had the ability to take the ball um, in those tighter spaces and under more pressure, it did It did uh, mean we weren't as fluent as normal because, unfortunately, when, when Moy got the ball, it was a, a misplaced pass. He dallied it, you know, he was just caught with the ball at his feet. He had it nicked off him. It just wasn't a, a performance um, worthy of that game, unfortunately, from him. No, he was um, caught out so many times, you're right. Um, so whether that was, to be honest, I kind of feel it was a bit of nerves as well because you could kind of see him getting a bit annoyed at himself as well. Um, and then almost like, trying harder but the harder he was trying the heavier his boots were um, <laughs> and then the more mistakes that were coming so I don't know if it was just a combination of the the occasion got to him and he maybe just wasn't as uh, fit as he'd maybe maybe let on during the week because uh, yeah he was he, he, he looked did awful he to, did he go did he go then and I, I never checked that did he go to international duty did he, he went away uh, 
I don't think so. Don't I don't know. think there were Asia, Australia, Asia group games. I think he'd been injured. I think this was just him returning from fitness. And that's how he was the 100% fit as well, you're right. Um, so maybe he's played more of a I am okay, I'm 80% fit, and he preferred maybe an 80% fit boy than a 100% fit Turnbull, who's not really been playing as much. I don't know. Yeah, uh, or the other Moyne. guy that had played Iwata as well. Iwata, yeah, he's a unit. Yeah, <laughs> size him. He done okay when he came on. Didn't really put, do much wrong, like. Um, but he's he's obviously uh, he's not going to stand out as much as Atati or McGregor would. Um, but I when him and Turnbull, Iwata and Turnbull come on, they just I suppose saw out the game to an extent. You know, Iwata is okay. He's not done anything wrong since he since he came here. You know, he looks he looks all right. He's um, hopefully think he's he'll come be... good. He'll be next season player. Hatati. Next yeah. season's Hatati when Hatati gets sold. Well, I don't know. I mean, simply put, he's, he's, that, he's that sort of def- low, lower sort of player that sits and moves and can dictate a game, doesn't he? So the Champions League, you'll need that type of player as well as McGregor in the middle of the park, I think anyway. So... If he just keeps ticking along, getting his games, getting whatever he's got to get right, and then if we get a longer break in the summer, I mean Hatati, I think Hatati's maybe a one. I'm not a one off, but like he's very difficult to to find another player like that. I look, I mean he's he's a different quality of player, isn't he? That sort of energy levels, that sort of determination to go forward, that that kind of character. I think I mean I mean I don't think all Japanese players or Asian players are going to be like that. But I think, that you, yeah, I think, yeah, it's just a different balance, isn't it? Maybe the, the midfield wasn't as balanced, and Moy sort of left a wee bit. But I think watching the Spanish game and McGregor, I mean, midfielders do have these sort of pivotal couple of years. Maybe this will be his McGregor's next Champions League. He'll really be like a, a Rolls Royce, you know, because he looked good in the Spanish game. He just everything was going right about him, but he was the player. He caught the eye as a midfield player, you know, that way. Even though McTominay's scoring the goals and stuff. So I, I hope now that if McGregor gets a rest and uh, we get a different balance in midfield in the summer, you know. It's mad though, like you're talking about that Scotland game, was it no McGregor something, it's something ridiculous, only like 18 or 19 passes in the game. So even though Scotland didn't have much as the ball, maybe with the light, yeah. um, he just held, held the position and didn't let Spain through. He was part of that midfield that just now... Did really well containing Spain and McGinn and McPomney seen more of the ball, I think. Well, I had 100%, 100% pass success pass rate, I, but it was only 18 or 19 passes. <laughs> but, but again, that sort of quality of like leadership and stuff like that is is key. I mean, I always find it funny, like the Kyogo stuff, he gets all the plaudits and he does Jota as well. But I think Celtic is based on good Celtic teams, Lambert, Lennon are based on these types of players, you know what I mean? They can just keep things going, keep the tempo moving. Well, see, we weren't playing great there on, on Saturday. Like, you could see McGregor going around some of the players and try to rally them up. I yeah. don't know if you've seen that. For, like, McGregor was going around trying to get everybody going because he knew we weren't playing well. He knew we weren't playing at our usual levels. He was trying to get everybody yeah. G'd up. Um, and I don't know if it's because there's no away fans there as well. Some of the, I've seen a couple of the players doing it to the crowd as well, trying to get the crowd up because mm-hmm. there wasn't that... Um, Rangers then to fucking get you riled up yourself you know <laughs> yeah no, I think um, I think as well it was just a bit of a combination of not having all our own way at home as well you know most of the time the teams will come and sit in and like you come at them um, so there was probably a bit of that as well um, but I think you know Jota I think had a pretty decent game he looked he, well, for, he, he, yeah, he looked up for it. He turned up. He, whenever he had the ball, he wasn't wasteful with it. He tried to create. If he, you know, if he wasn't beating someone, he, he was laying it off. He wasn't. His decision making was good. Yeah. Um. So I thought that that, that was good because obviously that's that's a game you want him to turn up in. And then when his moment came, he didn't fluff his lines at all. He was. You know, he was in there and that, he still had a, a bit to do once he'd rounded the, the keeper on a tight angle to finish with on his, his weaker foot. So uh, I thought I thought he looked good. and um, Kyogo was dynamite. Yeah. 
Yeah, Kyogo's just class. He's just running all the time, just always. He's moving. moving. Yeah. Um, McGregor so again I, down the left. I saw another McGregor, the, um, Greg Taylor down the left again. Was, I thought uh, another standout as well as Alistair Johnson. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor yeah Johnson again. in the first half was unbelievable, I thought, because at times he was just, let's say, we weren't. We, we we weren't able to play the ball through midfield as, as as much as we would like and there's a few times he had the ball and he was like rolling Ryan Kent and just like coming away with the ball and then striding forward and I was just like because if he'd lost the ball it would have been a really uh, yeah. dangerous situation but a few times he just you know he was nicking the ball off him or he had the ball and he would turn away and then when he get back for it as well really one of the Rangers players was through and um, he got back and beat, beat him for pace. I think it was maybe Tillman. Yeah, no, he was he was really good. He's, he's solid. I mean, it's a it's been a remarkable bit of business losing Juranovic and buying. Well, like we bought Johnston first. We obviously kind of knew something was going on there, but to kind of have a, a top international right back and replace him with a top international right back. Someone's doing very well in the, in the recruitment department this year. Uh, plus five million in the back pocket. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There's no, it's not a downgrade. There's not any. Yeah. I mean, if anything, he looks more solid than than Juranovic. Uh, he does, you're right. Anyway, um, yeah. Juranovic was obviously quite a natural ball player. Um, but I, so far as his defending is going, he's, he's pretty good. We give us apart from missing to it, Tavernier at the back post for the same goal, yeah. let me hear it. It's those it's those uh, fine margins you talk about him though, isn't it? The the that's sort of I mean what he does he's twenty four, is he? So the defence piece needs I mean, I suppose playing for a Canadian team as well, you need to defend a bit. And hopefully because the Champions League now will be his he'll be I mean, he seems to be a driven individual. Uh he seems to be all about Celtic now, he's all in. Uh, I'm delighted yeah. for him. I'm delighted for him. But again, like we, we just, I mean, this is a Celtic team where, where, like, how many podcasts we done, Dan? We were talking about, oh, we need a, we need a left-sided player. We need this, we need that. He just dropped Greg Taylor's name in as if it's just another day at the office for him now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Can't argue with that. But he's just there. And even even me talking about our four stars, our four standout stars, I don't even give Taylor a mention. He's never in the Scotland setup. Obviously, reasons being that there's X, Y, and Z in front of him. But certainly, from our point of view, I, I, yeah, it's just it's just it's really there's a really good balance to it. The Kyogo thing's really funny because it's as if he doesn't earn the goal. You know that way he scores because of mistakes. But the fact of the matter is that if you're on it and making run after run after run. Either your midfield releases you or you get to play against a poor defence. And the fact of the matter is, if you're playing against a lower quality defence, they do turn off and you find yourself standing in the middle of the box again, scoring a pit goal, turn around, smashing the ball in the corner. It's just Aye, so that, that ball bounces off uh, Davies, hits off Jota. Mm -hmm. Does it hit his arm? Uh, we can talk about that one later but we all know it didn't we um, but it falls and as you say Kyogo's there like, where's the Rangers defence Kyogo's anticipating it you know he's yeah. anticipating it dropping there and bang goal there you go thank you very much I was talking about uh, Alf, uh, Haaland and he's now you know that way when you're looking at it as a, you look at it critically you're like right where's your striker supposed to be he's supposed to be there Kyogo's Kyogo's supposed to be there. If you sat down with 10 coaches, they would say, that's where your striker's supposed to be. And that's what he does. He turns, swivels, scores. It makes it look really easy. But it's not easy because we've seen loads of players miss from that opportunity or let a goalkeeper come out and smother them. I mean, for all McGregor's 400 years old, he's still a good stop shot. He still can do the, the job of saving shots, you know. Whereas Kyogo was just like lightning. Bang, bang. Turn, go. See you later on. And that, that really is... It's not a Dembele-esque, powerful, but it's just something different, isn't it? It's like your, your defenders are making mistakes because they're on their toes and they're just, they can't concentrate. And that's quality. You need to be quality. You have to have that type of quality to get you through the game. And we're playing against a team that just doesn't have it. Yep. Happy days. 
Happy days, yeah. And then the, the Jota goal as well. Like Jack goes back, then is it Davis? Was it Davis? Whoever goes sure. back. Suter, yeah, Suter again. Suter's just there for a pay packet. He goes back. He's unable to know what where to put the ball because he's never really played football for Rangers before. McGregor's 40 odd years old, and then we all get a comical sketch as he tries to run and get the ball. But our football players still have to have the quality to just put it in. And not just put it in, but make sure you 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 you, you do it Larson esque and walk away. I mean, you might as well. Uh, but th- those sort of things is just it's just difference in, in levels of quality. And Celtic just have it in abundance. Not just one player, but three or four players that can do it. You know. Yeah, um, yeah and at I, that I, level, since... there's match winners. Definitely yeah. at that level. I, we're putting the pressure on them and getting goals at it. They're putting the pressure on us and. Only getting the goals out of it in the first half as they were trying, you know. Well, they're not getting scalped. I mean, Hendel's right. We've got a team putting pressure on us not to get scalped. So they lose 3 2, and then they can come out and say, oh, the Scottish semi final. Like, if you look back at us in the Champions League, we never played football not to get hammered. We played football to win the game and, and lost because of that. Rangers are playing not to get embarrassed because they've got season tickets to sell and they don't have a quality striker that's mobile that can move around, you know what I mean? So really, it's just different, it's just different, it's just different levels, you know? Um, for me, I don't know, I, the the Celtic goal, I think Celtic, I just, are you interested to see how this, it's really interesting as well, Man, Man City are moving into that sort of team, they're really playing, that Celtic team they're beginning to play uh, and Let's just see what it takes us, you know, it's really exciting. Let's just see what it takes us. Uh, the interesting thing is it's start, still Starfelt, it's start, uh, Carter Vickers. So of all the places we've had, it's still those two guys playing. As Starfelt yeah. going to be in the Champions League next year, hopefully can he up his levels, hopefully as well, but it looks like that's what we're, we're going to be playing. Uh, maybe. Did anything else catch the eye, Hendel? Did anything else at the game catch the eye? Um, I think in terms of players, um, touched on Johnson, thought he was, you know, he totally rose to the occasion and was was really, really good. Um, I thought Jota looked classy every time he had the ball. Uh, Kyogo's movement was great. Wasn't really sure uh, on the other side, um, Maida. Just um, see, he's just not got that kind of class on the ball that the likes of Jota and Kyogo have. He obviously has a purpose in the team, but you know, I would have said he he, he was uh, you know he was pass marks, but didn't really do anything of note in the game. I didn't really feel um, certainly not that I can not that I can is remember. That, is that not historically the case for all sort of football teams like? I don't know, like Crystal Palace at the weekend, whatever, they, 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 two or three of their players were on fire, right? And then the one, Roy Hodgson's a great, but like they're looking back, those three players have never been on fire in the entire season, never will again. Is it just not the case that when you play two wingers, one winger looks really impressive one game and then Maida turns up two weeks later and he's the guy that catches the eye and the ball flows down? Is it just not that's just the way football works? You can't all be made that just does his job. And just because I know John was saying he's not tactically or football aware or what there was some certain and I was like, I thought that was slightly unfair, but then players have just got to do their job sometimes in a game like that. Uh yeah, I don't think he's got a as a good a footballing IQ as the other two in the front three. I think he's He's got a, an attribute in pace uh, and power, but in terms of when he has the ball at his feet, what he can do with the ball at his feet and what he can see uh, going on around him and how he can execute things, it's not, you know, it's not at the same level as Jota or, or Kyogo. Um, don't, I don't think he had a bad game. I just don't think he he had a lot of joy going forward. Um, did anything particularly of of note during no. the game that you're going to remember? Yeah. So Dan, you can mm-hmm. see. I never really thought about him that way, but maybe I've just never looked at him. 
that type of player. So do you think the same, Dan? He's not got the same sort of... He's not getting his head up quick enough or he's not seeing Kyogo moving? Ah, it's definitely it's fair comment, my Hendo's saying, because we've seen before in so many other games where, you know, he's put the ball across the box. Or, sorry, he's just crossed the halfway line, put the ball across, there's nobody there. He's hit it too far. He's hit it too high. He's hit it too far in front of him and it's went out of the park. You know, which you rarely see with Kyogo and Jota. Um, it, it's just that as he is, kind of like get the ball, go ahead with it, fly ahead as far as possible. <laughs> he's, he's got a couple of goals, but he's also missed a couple of great opportunities as well that he should have put away. Um, now, so is Kyogo as well, but so is Jota, where he missed opportunities, but he definitely doesn't have the football brain as much as the other two have. I think that's clear to see. Okay. No, well, maybe, I, maybe, I, cause I, maybe I've just not looked at it. Maybe I'm just looking for something from him that he gives you. Uh, yeah, he definitely, okay. gives you, definitely gives you the pace with Hendo saying. Like he's put, he puts the pressure on defences so much and he even worked in the, uh, Europe as well, you know. He's definitely got yeah. that attribute. Um, I think he, he, he was quite hot uh, post-World Cup as well. He was obviously mm-hmm. um, playing a bit better and I don't know whether he was playing almost at a level... You know, he was he was hitting peak performances, and now it's kind of dropped off to kind of an average level. And you know, we might see a peak again from him. Um, but I think, I think you know, when he's playing well, he'll be great. When he's not playing well, it'll be a bit more limited what he kind of offers going forward. Let's say he doesn't have that kind of. For me, he doesn't have the same level of touch, creativity, or vision that that the other two have up there. And maybe that's why he doesn't stand out as much as him. Now, even if he is, he's having a decent game, but no, a fantastic game, you know, maybe that's why he's not standing out as much. I think Taylor always stands out more on that left wing than Maida. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe because he's bit bombing up and down more and he's flinging in the crosses more, etc. Because he's definitely more accurate with him than uh, Maida is. But no, like, mm-hmm. as you say, he's not doing, he's not doing much wrong. Oh, so it was just interesting. I never really, never really picked up on it. I never really picked up on it, but I have to watch him now. But yeah, because again, you're looking at Hatsabanovic. Is this is this a one season wonder? No, not, not a wonder, but you know, is, it, is this a one season try that he, he wasn't able to move the top three when Postecoglou was picking his, his his first front front three? So then again, you're thinking, so what's the use of him being there? Do we bring somebody else in to challenge the front three? Or the front two, or the, the, the two wingers. I'm not sure. Would Would you do that? Would you bring somebody else in then? Just to challenge them? No, like ha- is doing well off the bench as well. And yeah. like, if your front three are doing the business, which they are, don't change it if it's working. Yeah, um, okay. I mean, they're coming off the bench like we we're talking about. Oh, oh, they're putting in a shift. They're doing well. They're getting a couple of goals here and there, so they're they are adding to it now. I'm sure, the players don't mind just picking off the bench for the full season, but if it's working for mm-hmm. the club. Why why change it apart to keep people happy? Yeah, I think uh, I think he will give give the players a bit more of a chance because uh, I think Haksavanovic could 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 replace Maeda certainly mm-hmm. uh, certainly in in some of the games you know he's come on he's looked. He's looked better in a shorter period of time because he's just been a bit steadier on the ball and a bit more creative and you know had the ability to to beat people with skill rather than just pace and come in and get get a shot off. Um, and then we've still got a badder as well. Yeah. So you know if you ended up with Kyogo through the middle and Haksavanovic and Abada supporting him that's still a really strong front three mm-hmm. um, just sorry so, in, my, in my head Abad is gone I think I just I don't know why I just think maybe that'll be him summertime he'll, he'll disappear maybe a bit maybe the youth but because, he's been, because he's been doing so well or he's not going to get a game what do you mean I don't know I just, I, I, in my head I think Abad is yeah I don't know maybe I'll be wrong and, and if I was to mark down players that were leaving in the summer I definitely have him top of, my, top of the list. Not, not that I want him to leave. I'm just thinking he'll be the player. He's had so many agent sort of discussions. Everybody else has been mm. very, very quiet. He's the only real player that's came out. And the last player 
is now playing in America, whoever he's playing. You know what I mean? So I just wonder if he he he'll be looking for a start down in Nottingham Forest or start down somewhere down south if there's a chance for him. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Is that because he's getting the same agent as it's the same agent as Juranovic, isn't it? Or the same as Jackie Marcus? Yeah, well, he's their own, you know what I mean? He's definitely not the finished product, but there's definitely something there. No, no, well. I definitely know. But obviously, he's got a lot of profit on him as well. Yeah. No, because he's, um, he's played, he's featured anyway in, in most games oh, he's, for he's us good, until recently. And he's uh, returned a lot of goals, so um, he would more than get your money back for him. So. So let's look at the let's look at the comedy value of the weekend. Uh, first of all, McGregor chasing that ball like an old man. I mean, the thing is, it's really, it's not really funny for me because I'm 45, and my son beat me run a, a racetrack for the first time. Like he tanked me, Dan. There was this racetrack beside the hotel, around the hotel. Mm-hmm. He's like, Dad, I beat you a minute. I was like, Oh, my shorts are too tight. So I went and done it again. He was like, I was like a good 40 seconds awful I was raging <laughs> I was raging anyway I think Sophie beat me as well but it was just but watching McGregor move to get that ball that was comedy gold wasn't it absolutely comedy gold just I, I couldn't I I get my head around where he was dating like, he's, 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 his legs weren't working and his face uh, was just so red he was like <laughs> he's coming out as if he'd running as if he'd shit himself he's, the legs weren't <laughs> gone in full stride you know it was he was, I was like, just, he's, yeah. he's not getting that. He's not getting that. And then fucking John beats him to it clearly and obviously does the last and finish or the last and like finish, as we call it. Aye, it was, yeah. um, it was bizarre. I think as well, the I was saying to Mikey, normally the, the keeper, when you watch most teams at the moment, the keeper is almost part of your back line yeah. and is up, you know, at the edge of the box at least. When you've got when you're in possession of the ball, and then might drop back if you're getting pressed a bit. So, I was saying I don't know if the the ball back from Suter was as bad as we maybe think. Because if that was up the other end, I'm pretty sure Joe Hart's on the 18 yard yeah. line uh, and just deals with it. Whereas you know McGregor was on you know sitting on his goal line having a cigar or something. You know he just <laughs> I, I know the the attention's been on. Oh, it was a, a terrible mistake from from Suter, but um, I don't know why there was such a gap between the goalie and Suter. I mean, yeah, a better player looks up and sees where his goalie is, not just, you know, expects him to be somewhere and he's not there. But yeah, he was slow, but I think uh, Jota was already pressing and was already pretty much up to full speed before McGregor even then had had an opportunity to get moving, which makes it look a lot worse <laughs> as well, because he's got like that moment of indecision built in whilst Jota's still motoring towards him and it's like right I'm going to have to do something and then by the time the brain engages the legs and he starts moving it's all just so late and then he's like almost starts and then it's like alright I'm not going to get there I better stop and then just stops and it's just yeah it just looks bad I thought he was even going to die for it towards the end because you could tell he wasn't going to make it and I said he's going to die for this year he didn't even die he just kept standing <laughs> I mean, it's, it was a bit out of character for him because normally you just, uh, certainly I was associated with McGregor with just assaulting people in the box <laughs> and getting away with it. So I was just assaulting the ball boy. You see him squirting the water in the ball boy's face? Oh, no, I didn't see that. The ball boy, um, when he gave him the ball for a second and he tried to pull the ball from him, then he just squirted the uh, look as he had sport right in the boy's face. Nice, nice. <laughs> Dignity. Nice touch. But talking about now having to depend now, he maybe think that McGregor's further out. It was like, uh, we had this conversation in here when the game was on as well about Burnaby. When Burnaby went through there and just cut the ball across the middle yeah. of the park, expecting the centre forward to be there. Where were they? Just programmed. But where were they? They weren't there. Nobody. But because I was watching it going, okay, he's done exactly what he's supposed to do. Like there was no Celtic. There was nobody around him. Again, it's just programmed for somebody to be there. Like, if you get to that part of the box, put it across the box, somebody will be there. Johnny Hayes esque, wouldn't he? He's like, I'm on this. And then he's like, I'm going to turn this. I'll do the right thing. Just bury it. Bury it. Bury his Argentina top. Bury his wearing his Argentina top, man. It'd been chaos down in centre parts. He'd been rolling around for like. 
Yeah, so but that was uh, definitely comical. Funny, funny last night was uh, so we, my flight got delayed, blah blah blah. And uh, Rory, at least I caught my flight. But anyway, I, my flight was delayed, and then there was this old boy, this old Irish boy on the plane coming home. And you know, he's he's an old Irish guy because he's 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 got this sort of tweed suit on, he's fully suited, shirt and tie. And he was just sitting across from me, and Lydia, Lydia was sleeping on top of me. And, and of course, of course, Lydia was sleeping, and it was three degrees or two degrees with wind chill. Lydia spent her whole time waking up and putting my jumper on. So we were last out of the plane. But we were last out of the plane, walking down, walking down, and then the old boy was shuffling. He was shuffling along Dublin Airport. If anybody's been to Dublin Airport, it's miles away from the passport place. So I had this vision of like McGregor coming and then I was in talking to the passport staff because you know I'm like, I like talking to policemen and stuff like the guardian. There's always a joke, like don't let the Brit in. Like I'm like, Rachel, I'm married to you. Don't let the Brit in, blah, blah, blah. It's the same joke every time I go to the passport office. Like my kids are trying to get me ejected out of the stadium. And then this guy just came shuffling around. He was the last person ever in Dublin Airport. He was just shuffling away. And all I could think of it was, there's Alan McGregor. And there was nobody to crack the joke to, I mean, there was just nobody there. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I was wondering why. But then, I mean, the, the, a lot of comedy factors, like, we're not, miles, we're not miles in front of them, but they need eight players in the summer, I mean, like. And then Tavernier, Tavernier being able to put his usual post-match comments out, like, we're really, all really disappointed as a club, as players, as individuals. <laughs> but there's always the next game, semi-final coming up. We think, well, what was it your man said? That guy with the blonde hair that played for Norwich couldn't make it for Norwich. Todd, he says he says we can't. We didn't lose the match. Celtic Celtic didn't win the game. We lost it. That was that one. There's Toddy. Yeah. Wow. wow. And we were actually again. Uh, Frank and Murdo's listening to us all through the game. We were just shouting Todd, Todd <laughs> every time you get the ball. Say so just he's, ah, he's, he's not a football player, man. And again, going down so easily, him and. Tillman, the amount of times Tillman was on the floor, like, the Rangers talk about Keogh diving, like Tillman went down so many times. Uh, Cantwell a good few times as well. But now we Greg Taylor and McGregor putting the boot in, not putting the boot in now, but standing on the ground against a good few of them. Um, and yeah. they were on the deck far too often. McGregor should just wear his face mask when we play them. <laughs> yeah, he should do, shouldn't he? Did you see the one where he's smiling and they're all bound and he's just laughing? He's just so uh, happy. Well, he had a bit of a tear up with uh, who was it with Raskin? Is it the wee Belgian guy, Raskin? Aye, that's him. Aye, because that was right in class. front of us. He's world class. He's because world class. I think like it was really bizarre because I think Johnson essentially got tackled by two people. That's right. So, yeah. Like it was like whoa, and then uh, there was all. It was just like a bit of a. Uh, crowd afters after that and then within the next second you, McGregor's just then face to face shoving with uh, with a rascal it was just like it was just escalating so quickly I think McGregor come over to get the ball off him because it was a free kick uh, and he already gave him the ball and I think that just got uh, sent him off in one just, and, he just went he just went all Scott Brown on him aye totally <laughs> so tell me about the I mean, uh, again, I mean, we, we live through the Dave King world of upmanship and all that carry on. But now we're at a stage now where there's no there's nobody from the dark side to watch their team get smashed. I mean, is there some sort of we should allow just for like for like here in the communities allow some fans in to watch their team getting humbled? No. Should we not be allowing Rangers fans in? Or has it, has it just been past that now? There's not even a discussion. I mean, remember Dan, back back in the day, back in the day, we were sitting watching when they beat us and they were doing their worldly, worldly things and I was walking down all those years ago and there was loads of Rangers fans in. It just made you want to beat them even more and more and more. But like, well, there's not one... Dan, that's what makes the game as well, you know? Having a way of support there that you can go or vice versa, you know? They yeah, want to go as we want to go, Dane. That's that's what makes it going to the game. The atmosphere's always great. But in the seven and a half thousand Brumley, or they but in the Celtic, um, the old um, Rangers end, you know, there's seven and a half thousand. That's that's what you want going to Celtic Park, going to Ibrox if you're an away fan. It's 
That's maybe that's why Taft, maybe that's why Tav turned it on. Maybe he was like, "Yes, I don't have to play in front of all those guys." I mean, I'm going to turn it on tonight. What were you heading? Tavern, did you Tavernier, miss? Sorry, Tavernier actually saying at the end about the handball and then Bill coming straight. They must have had a word straight after the game saying that was a handball. Let's more like fuck about it. Yeah. So straight away, the first interview, Tavernier says handball by Celtic were being cheated. And then Bill comes straight out after him and says handball by the boy, as, they call, as he keeps calling the Celtic players, the name them, handball by the boy. Yeah, he loved it. I mean, oh, uh, no, wasn't he? What about the Morelos thing? Like, is it. it there was a, a conversation I was reading about like football players that don't watch football, so they don't really know what football is all about. So like, there's a there's like like they, they think they say, is it Ben White uh, plays for Arsenal doesn't watch football. He just mm-hmm. he's a good football player. He does his stuff, and obviously he's like he's a really good football player. He's playing for maybe the Premiership champions nearly nearly. He doesn't want there was a big discussion about all that carry on. But is Morella still watching modern day football? He still thinks he can just manhandle everybody and there's not going to be a whistle blown. I mean, maybe, maybe it was soft, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But do they not just take some sort of can he just not just behave himself? Or but then again, that was a winch point. But I don't know. I, I, I'm just not interested in I, I actually can't listen to Bill anymore. I, I went through a pure period of listening to all his interviews because I was just like he was annoying me but now I've decided to take the Hendel Road and just walk off man. Like, it, it, it was a push right it was a push so it was a foul and if it's, if it's a foul then it's not a goal but then we bring it back to the semi-final where um, he done it to Moy when the corner when the, the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, free yeah. kick came in that was a bigger push yep. and with VAR and everything that goal was still given so it gives any consistency again you know what I mean he doesn't need to like push him, but he doesn't need to be doing that physical stuff to score the goal at the weekend. He doesn't need to. He just needs to be quicker, quicker thought, move his body quicker. But he doesn't. He can't. He's on his back feet. You know what I mean, Aye, his two hands yeah. are up. And that's what Clancy sees straight away because Clancy's given it before. Boys put the net. I think you know what I mean. He blows straight away. Yeah, yeah. But that's so the thing. Watch, modern football doesn't allow that. But it happens so. This is the problem. It happens well, so much, and nothing. It does it. allow for it because. Every time there's a set piece in the box, if you watch and okay. the camera zooms into the box, there's like people standing in front of the keeper, the keeper's pushing them, there's people are like grabbing each other's shirts, pushing each other. So it happens every time. And I think that one, it happened. And, you know, arguably Johnston started the contact by yeah. hugging his jersey. Um, and the only way that Morelos could essentially move was by pushing him so that he stopped pulling his jersey. Um, so what for me it was a kind of 50-50 wrestle that goes on every week um, yep. that we probably got quite lucky with at the point the referees tuned into it. All he's probably seeing is the, the hands going in the back and that's it. Um, so it was yeah, it was it was soft letter of the law yeah probably but if that's a foul then you know well, I'm not agreeing there'll be a lot of fouls a lot of penalties happening if that's there is uh, Hendel there is but that's the point I mean I'm not saying that Morelis is not right to moan about not getting the goal I'm like yeah I want more physical contact football game but modern day football just sometimes just I mean the handball we got a couple of weeks ago when it bounced off that boy's arm was just embarrassing but we get them and you're just like, that's just modern football now until they get VR sorted. You just sort of, yeah. It just gets tedious. I think Dan's right. They, they were sort of, they had the old well-versed, let's go and tell them all we're better off the Scottish Cup final, rile them all up, write letters in the SFA, whatever about this and that. But really it's just it's just real just showboating or trying to keep the media campaign to try and keep it as positive as they can. But the fact of the matter is that the Celtic have got multiple levels to move up in that performance in the world do, hopefully. Uh, the next time around, you know, and, you know. Hopefully in a couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Any any progress and you gonna go over, Danny? You? I'm actually in Glasgow the Friday Saturday and I fly home the Saturday night, the game's Oof. on Sunday. Oof. <laughs> Big dip before the even the draw was made of I knew the dates I'm going home for a birthday party, so yeah, I'm in Glasgow Friday, Saturday then. Gone. Gone. I'll be back in Dublin to the game on the Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's, it's sort of, I, I, I do think Celtic are missing 
I think to maximise Ange Postecoglou, I think we probably could have done a few more dif- more difficult games. This cut, this this two thousand twenty three. Uh, I think we're we need. We need better teams to be playing against us just now. That's all. Because if if we're going to get the last year of Ange and his third year next year, we want to see the whole team, all systems go. You know what I mean? Before maybe changes do come in. So I just don't think these that that team across the city are any good. I just think they're just doing the best they can, but they're not that good. And I think we sort of miss a wee couple of European games in there. But that's always going to be my viewpoint. But it's just it's just a professional Celtic team now, isn't it? Just getting the job done, moving along, taking the games off like Kendall told them last year. And it could be a treble season, I mean. Well, it's what, got let's hope so. Oh, it's fantastic stuff, isn't it? The dream is alive. And uh yeah. I I, I really enjoy I like people like Jota. I think he seems to he seems to get it. I really enjoy watching players like that. And I enjoy, I enjoy that, you know, that that reference back to Larson, the way they can show you the goal in the split screen. I think that's really nice. It's a really nice thing to see, you know what I mean? Him and Johnson's interview after the game is brilliant. You've never seen two guys as happy in your life. Yeah, I don't know, but like... Massive cheeses. But they're away from diff- they're away from their family and friends, probably. They're all in different countries, and there they are sitting. They've been... They're sitting there and they're enjoying the enjoying the world they're in. You know what I mean? Because it can it can change very very quickly. I mean, look at What's Robin that? Robin Nielsen. You know what I mean, Robin Nielsen's doing a great job. <laughs> See you later on, Robin. And that's mental. I don't know what happened there. Yep. He must have done something. Like I was looking up the board charts, but I couldn't find anything. He must have done something, in Edinburgh. He must have annoyed somebody. I think it's just because there's so much money for third place now. Because you. I think you get like group stages of conference and you get qualification for Europa League that yep. the, the money that it generates versus finishing fourth, you know, it's millions of pounds difference. Um, so I think there's that. So for them, you know, third third was a must. I think he's lost, what, six out of seven now? Um, Has he? Six out of seven? Jeez, oh. Uh, so the the league form has totally dropped off, but I don't know. It's uh, it does feel a bit a bit harsh, um, but you know, given that they had all the extra games of Europe this season, they won't have a big squad. They do have a lot of injuries at the moment, um, but I don't know. The the Hearts fans wanted them out at the end of the Championship promotion season as well because um, their form dropped off a bit before they got promoted and then it kind of settled um, like, but, honestly yeah. I, I don't know I'm not too sure what they want like maybe he has maybe they, I mean they don't like remember they put a thing across saying buy out Robbie or something like that and I'm thinking like these managers are not that hard to come it's very hard to get a good manager ask Dundee United What's, what's bizarre is Chelsea paying off Lampard to leave and then bring them back in. That's yeah. why I couldn't get my head around when he got announced. I know it's an end of season, but you're going, you just paid this guy X amount to get rid of him and now you've brought him back in. It's, yeah, it's I great. don't get it. He's very humble. But Aberdeen as well got rid of Goodwin because they were on a bad run as well. But I mean, they've they turned their form around and they're sitting in third it's like how can you be sitting in third in a season where you sacked a manager because the form was so bad it's like me Barry uh, Robson Barry Robson's just sitting there just pulling the strings uh, he's here drive Robson. treatment every week he's ungiving it to him. he's, he's unbrought the place apart <laughs> he just walks around he just walks around the dressing room if you had a good game you're fine if you had a bad game you get an elbow they're training the they're training's on the on the beach end on the beach actually like in Christmas Day, probably he had them at. He's he's, he's a he's a work horse. Yeah. I like, I like listening to him. I like listening to him on the radio. I think he's really funny. You know what I mean? I think he's really good. But yeah, I just I, I like. There's there's different things you can talk about Celtic in terms of are we even pushed hard enough for that kind of. That's for another day. That's to see what Postecoglou can get the to get out of the the team. But I mean, certainly this is could be a historic season for us. Uh, and the, the fans are what enjoying watching that type of football, and, and the, the banter years continue. Your man Wilson's away. Apparently, he's going to Nottingham Forest. Yes, yeah, so they'll get some money for that. So Wilson's away. So maybe they'll bring somebody in of 
to bring in other players, but yeah, that that uh it's funny today, there was a few people in my work kind of bleating about that and like, oh, he's a disgrace and we've needed a right winger and he can't sign a right winger. And I was kind of like, when? How is that down to him? Surely there's other people in the club more capable of picking out a player and signing him, i.e. the manager. Um, but well, I was just like, all right, that's so things, things are going to be better once he goes. I was like, right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, I think I think the thing is with Celtic, Celtic doing what they're doing, and then no real European football for any club really, and it just becomes that it becomes like okay, right, Celtic weekend, blah blah, we're moving along, and and they just run out of things to talk about. It just there's nothing really to. So I mean, so you're looking looking at it, going okay, what they talking about just now? Cantwell comes out and said, I mean, not even Celtic players didn't really say much after it. They just right, we've done another game. Let's keep going. It's all Rangers saying Scottish Cup semi-final, but Celtic are just moving on to the next game. Just keep it, keep it professional, keep it taking over and celebrate at the end of the season. It's just, it's just, it's just Mickey Mouse. But I'm looking, I can't believe, Danny, can you not just drop in a, can you not do a Sunday turnaround, do one of your Sunday? No, I've got three kids myself. And I put them in the plane themselves. As much as, as much as I'd love to. Just, I don't know, there must be a way, Dan. There's always a way. There's a way. If you've not got a ticket, though, why would you stay to watch it in the pub and then have all that hassle? I always got a ticket handle. Find no, one no, somewhere. We're talking to we're talking Find to one line in the street. <laughs> talking to Dan Devaney, Hendo, you know what I mean? Did you get one in the ballot, Hendo? Uh, no, I didn't even apply. I don't, I've not been to any away games, so it's the it? chances were, were slim to none. So talking about tickets then, so just to wrap up. So Sophie was, uh, Lydia got a wee pal and it was a guy, uh, Michael and, uh, was it Sue, was it? Or Michael and Sam was her dad, her dad and her, this guy, this guy, Michael, right, he's nearly 50, there's two hours of training every day and they live in Newcastle, they work in Newcastle, so you end up talking, Dan, you know what it's like, the kids get fat and then you end up talking to the parents as well because you're trying to keep Lydia's all over the place, playing all over the place and having fun and blah, 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 this girl, Chloe. So I never talked to him about football. I talked to him for about four days, but I didn't talk to him about football at all. So we met them because our, our Ryanair flight was uh, was postponed or late. So we didn't get home to about three o'clock last night, blah, blah, anyway. So we ended up re-meeting them. So I had nothing really to talk. So I mentioned football and it turned out he was 30 years Newcastle fan, right? He's like, oh, what team do you support Celtic? Blah, blah. But just chatting away, Dan, like, just like me and you did all those months ago in Madrid airport. It's, it's, the, same, it's the same fair in Grand Canary, the exact same stuff. And uh, he said, yeah, my dad's got a, yeah, a tour company or something like that. He does charter flights for football teams. And he's got the contract for Celtic. <laughs> and then I was like, ah. Can I get your number? Did <laughs> you see me? He said that. I was playing it all cool. You know I mean, because I've got a kid on I'm classy San Diego, but obviously I'm not. It's just the way he said that. I was like, my, my dad's got the, that must be a good 70 years old. You know I mean, my dad's got the Wolves and the Celtic Charter that do this special tours for the teams. And he, he, that's, he does his company. He's like, I'll keep you in mind. I'm like, no, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I'm all right next to you. I'm like, Michael, how you doing? Did so they what? see who the company was, no? No, I, oh, he said something, sports something. I wasn't really listening, I was too busy just playing it cool, Dan, playing it cool. The, boy, the boys talked to you and you weren't listening. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I had visions of me sitting in the back of the Celtic uh, plane, with my, blazer, my Celtic blazer on, <laughs> and my badges. Jesus. <laughs> and are you going to win any games, Paul, for the end of the season? No. No, I don't think. I think I'm going to Hayward Heath. I'm going to go the Martin. Martin had a, he's a Freya Charlotte Kane, so the wee baby's been born. So next week, we went to Grand Canaria. Next weekend, we'll be going to Hayward Heath to, to, to down at Brighton Way, London. Maybe see Stephen. So, and then next up to tennis weekend, Hendo, you're more than welcome to come. And then, yeah. So. Yeah, Portugal again. 
Yeah, I think they, Stephen's gone to Portugal, so I can't wait. He's, he's that's why he's sent that. He's sending emails. He's trying to get lessons now to try and get himself up to speed for the tennis tournament, and then it'll be France. But yeah, I don't think there's time. We would have went to Scotland at Easter time, but Mum and Dad are down in Brighton, so. Uh, uh, we've got Rory, Rory and Miller are coming out here on Friday. We're going to the Bose game on Friday night. Bose v Pats. Okay. So should be interesting. Look forward to that. They're, they're all sold out. Those games, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. And Republic of Ireland, Dan, are, are back. Republic of Ireland are back, yeah. Decent performance against the French, wasn't it? I don't know, right? I thought it was really good. I, I really enjoyed good. it. Good atmosphere at the game that night. Was unlucky not to get a goal. Because I, I, was, I was out, Hendo, and I didn't realise your man played for the boy. What would you call it? The Celtic player. What's his name? Mickey Johnson because Dan phoned me up I phoned Dan and Dan's like Mickey Johnson last night and I was like I've never seen it why did I not see this and then I, I went back and I was like actually again you're a like Ben White Paul you don't watch football I know but I was like I just don't know Joshua was watching it and I had to go and do something unusual running around but I started getting quite emotional when I, see, when I re-watched it back even though you told me in the car I was like quite emotional watching Go out and play because he, he gave it a good shot, didn't he? Why did he play, I? He played well. <laughs> when he gave it his all for 20 minutes, like I was just screaming, Come on, Mikey, the full time. You think he heard my, you, Dan? And my thickest Scottish accent. <laughs> and though, again, another emotional moment in Paul's life. I mean, I know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my five emotional moments is got married, my kids getting born. Oh Got, I got married Rachel everybody said she's married I can't believe it that's an emotional moment the, watching the Jimmy Johnson movie uh, documentary with my dad watching the Tommy Burns documentary with my dad Celtic uh, Champions League music uh, 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 the Burnabout and Mikey Johnson going on to play for Ireland <laughs> there we go hey that's emotional textures there you know what I mean you're an emotional man oh jeez any any emotional? Yeah, I'll be. I'll be emotional. Obviously, I was emotional when uh, Brendan Rodgers lost his job as well. I was. I don't have a wee thought about Brendan Rodgers and where it all went wrong. And well, maybe he's made so much money he doesn't really care. Doesn't know. I mean, he's a rich man anyway. He's property stuff. But I think what they're saying is, your man. The difference is Brendan Rodgers' styles kind of disappearing from football, whereas your man. Who uh, Eddie Howe? He went away to Atletico Madrid to watch them play, and learned about their toughness. And now that's what you're seeing. The new generation, Newcastle, they're a tough team, uh, and they, he learned that from Atletico. So the football world's moving on, and Rogers has not been able to to move on, and his personality changes. He's gone. But again, yeah. Martin, I don't know. I would. I think that's just. Someone with a wee bit of an anti-Brendan Rogers. No, no, no. That was agenda. No, I, I mean, I, I, I don't like to see them do well. I mean, I, I like to see football guys. Well, we got football. them in the top six. What was it? Three years in a row. He won the FA Cup and he won the Community Shield, and then the club has not bought any players or invested yeah, in the football team. So he was on a bit of a hiding to nothing. I don't think someone coming out and writing that Rogers' way of playing and style doesn't work anymore. He was at a club that is not investing in the football department on an annual basis in the most competitive and costly league in the world. There was only one way that that was going to end. <laughs> yeah, but um, you, When you they also... were, they did well. Um, so yeah. I think, I don't know, I think yeah. okay. you're, you're, you're verging on talking a wee bit of no, but uh, but they, this team now, he's left a team demoralised. Well, low, low in confidence. And the other teams are beginning to move along. Leicester could definitely get relegated. So is it the case that that type of personality type and that football style only works for a certain amount of time and you need to get out there to jump ship? And what they're saying is that type of football, moving it, moving it, moving it, it's been there for 10 years now. I mean, Celtic was, you know what I mean? Celtic playing that type of, and the, the new type of football is just a bit more, it's a bit more mobile. Even Man City are changing, Rodgers hadn't changed. 
I mean, remember, Hendo, he still has one of the best players in England. Madison's a really good football player for that style of football. I mean, he never really, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe it's a discussion for another day. But who would you rather have now? Rodgers or Postacoglu or Rodgers or Eddie Howe? You're definitely taking Eddie Howe or Postacoglu over Rodgers now. But yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe maybe a rediscover his form. But it seems to me that it could be, it could be uh, sort of the, the down the, the downturn in his fortunes. But maybe maybe you're right, Endo. Maybe you'll turn up at somebody else. You know, you'll go to a form team. Maybe that he wanted to do that, didn't he? he? Wanted to go at Spain or somewhere like that, didn't he? Remember the Spanish. Maybe that's what you'll do. I was just yeah, but time. even even at Liverpool, he won't have spent as much as Eddie House had to spend at Newcastle. And he got them to to second in a fairly quick turnaround. Is that it? And was that that picture of you and Brendan Rodgers shaking hands in the back of the behind you? Is that what it is? No, I, I just, uh, I don't know. It's one of these things that's, uh, he left on bad terms. So um, I, I never, I never, so, there has to be negative stories all the time now, and you have to hate him, and he has to be rubbish. Now that he's left us, he's a crap manager. Um, and anything that kind of helps helps uh, with that story, then let then let's do it. And I just yeah, just no, not no, for me. You don't become you don't become a bad manager overnight. You don't have the kind of years of experience that he's now got, and you're worse at your job for it. But you, but you um, do say, yeah, but you do have in football terms, you do have times and times eras. Pep Guardiola has moved along with his era. But now seeing a Liverpool team now that are struggling under Klopp as his era's change and maybe that type of football has only got its because the teams get tired or, or Eddie Howe now's changed and Newcastle teams playing a bit more dig, they're playing different a bit more direct from Eddie Howe team that played the Brighton. You're beginning to see an evolution in football. I'm wondering if Postacoglu. So I think maybe that there is a shelf life here, and I agree with you. Experience and all that stuff gets you through to a point. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I've got nothing. I don't have any. I'm not Mikey Dahl with Brendan Rodgers. I'm not. I don't really have any. I mean, I'd, I mean it was strange. But my, uh, Martin Neal was linked to the Martin, Martin Neal was linked to the job. Could you imagine that? Martin Neal coming back. He was linked to the list. Well, he, he had applied for a few jobs um, in the last year or two. He had credits when he was doing his tour for his book. He had said that he had applied for a few jobs. Nothing had happened. Didn't say obviously what teams, but... He, Martin, for me, he would be the... Uh, Martin he would be the, the exact same sort of Celtic manager I thought was going to go on to be great things and then it just didn't really work after it. But you're right, Ron just did do well with Leicester. I mean, and just... Maybe sign that picture of him, you and him shaking hands together. Mikey Dow's not going to talk to you for this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you back and Mikey Dow's side. Here, you know what I mean? No, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't, I don't love him, and I don't know that I would go out my way to go for a, a beer with him ever. But um, you know, there's we can't just disregard facts just because uh, he wronged us. Adam. The joys, the joys. But anyway, that's again great, great times, great. Paul, we got a podcast on next week. What's happening next week then, Dan? Is it just back to normal? I don't even check the fixtures. Commander, isn't it? Commander. Weekend. So, yeah, we'll try and keep it. Saturday or Sunday. I think, it, I think it's Sunday. And uh, so we just what we do? What do we do? Do we have the Charles coronation on one side on BBC One and the game on? I don't even know what that is. Is that no next one? Uh, that's a few weeks away. That's the first weekend of the split. Yeah, so is that not the thing that we can win the league in the, the coronations? We just sit and... Is that right, is it? Or is it the first weekend? Or is it... Have we not got a game scheduled, actually? I might be wrong there. It's a big... It's a, apparently the coronations are a big thing, I mean, so we have to... Well, there's a game this weekend, there's a game the following weekend. Which uh, we've got Motherwell, yeah. Right, and then the following weekend, the cup semi. Which is the weekend I'm home, so I the following weekend will be the first week in May then. Which will be the first game of the split. Right? Mm. And they'll be off. They're bunting. <laughs> Empire Biscuits. Street party. Street party, aye. Aye, for winning the league. <laughs> yeah. I know. Just can you just uh, raise your glasses while we do the huddle? 
fantastic. Thanks everybody for listening. We're back for the next couple of weeks anyway until we, we tie this up and hopefully it continues to go and we get a lovely little treble in the year in the season. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. And uh, thanks, Dan. That's really appreciate it. So really, enjoy that. I thank you as well for me and me and Hendo having a sort of adult conversation without some somebody shouting rat after <laughs> during the, the Brendan Rogers conversation. <laughs> Just shows you how much older we're getting and mature. We're getting a maturity about it. I, mean, but, uh, I thought it plenty of times in my head, so don't worry about that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right. Like I said, all the best. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, take care. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye.